Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the fourth week since the Epiphany. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many, in various ways, by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. These are the words that Moses spoke to all Israel beyond the Jordan. In the wilderness, on the plain opposite Suf, between Paran and Tophel, Laban, Hazareth, and Dezahab, by way of Mount Seir, that takes eleven days to reach Kadesh Barnea from Horeb. In the fortieth year, on the first day of the eleventh month, Moses spoke to the Israelites just as the Lord commanded him to speak to them. This was after he had defeated King Sion of the Amorites, who reigned at Heshbon, and King Og of Bashan, who reigned at Ashtoreth and in Edrai, beyond the Jordan in the land of Moab, Moses undertook to expound this law as follows. The Lord our God spoke to us at Horeb, saying, You have stayed here long enough at this mountain. Resume your journey and go into the hill country of the Amorites, as well as into the neighboring regions, the Arabah, the hill country, the Shephelah, the Negev, and the seacoast, the land of the Canaanites, and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, See, I have set the land before you. Go in and take possession of the land that I swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them and to their descendants after them. At that time I said to you, I am unable by myself to bear you. The Lord your God has multiplied you, so that today you are as numerous as the stars of heaven. May the Lord, the God of your ancestors, increase you a thousand times more and bless you, as he has promised you. But how can I bear the heavy burden of your disputes all by myself? 
Choose for each of your tribes individuals who are wise, discerning, and reputable to be your leaders. You answered me, the plan that you have proposed is a good one. So I took the leaders of your tribes, wise and reputable individuals, installed them as leaders over you, commanders of thousands, commanders of hundreds, commanders of fifties, commanders of tens, and officials throughout your tribes. I charged your judges at that time, give the members of your community a fair hearing and judge rightly between one person and another, whether citizen or resident alien. You must not be partial in judging. Hear out the small and the great alike. You shall not be intimidated by anyone, for the judgment of is God's. Any case that is too hard for you, bring it to me, and I will hear it. So I charged you at that time with all the things that you should do. The setting for the book of Deuteronomy is an assembly of Israel in Moab beyond the Jordan just before the Israelites enter the land that God has promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is Moses' final speech to Israel before he dies, and as the title tells us, it is the second giving of the law, the covenant that God made with God's people. And as we have seen before, at different times, important times that mark turning points in the history of God's people, God will ask or command or direct their leaders to assemble the whole people together, to retell the story of God's salvation, to ask God's people to recommit to the relationship with God by returning to their covenant faith and walking in that covenant relationship. We see this in a way happen in the ministry of John the Baptist, He goes out to call God's people back to the Jordan, back to the roots of their faith, back to the beginning, back to the remembrance of God's grace and steadfast love for them. There they are baptized for the repentance and forgiveness of their sins and brought back into fellowship with God, an action that opens up for them the new thing that God is doing in Jesus. Here in the book of Deuteronomy, we return to the place where God's people complete their move from slavery to freedom by receiving God's gift of an inheritance, a place, a piece of land for their own. Moses' address begins with a review of what has happened since they first received God's law. As they traveled to the land that God promised, they start to organize themselves, appointing leaders and judges uh, in different areas, Uh, over each tribe. This kind of local and distributed authority operating under the terms of the covenant and over Moses' overall leadership and observations and guidance work together in obedience and faithfulness to the Lord who dwells there among them, who rules them. This is a nation of rescued slaves, and so we see God give each tribe and clan a tremendous amount of freedom and autonomy that all was in accordance with God's word as expressed in the covenant and delivered to them, communicated to them through God's servant Moses. What we see here is a distribution of power and authority to lead, administer, and judge to local leaders, and it is part of the dynamics that we witnessed as we read through the stories about the rise of the monarchy, first with Saul, then with David, and then Solomon. It is also how this kingdom can so easily resist the overreach of the king, as they did by 
leaving Rehoboam alone with the tribe of Judah. So as we watch how Israel organizes itself, we are not just witnessing a simply efficient way of leading or guiding or unifying God's people, but we are observing a way of living as God's people that says something about the importance of each individual child of God. Each person in this nation belongs to God. They are God's most precious people, the firstborn children of God's kingdom. And God will not allow them to be enslaved to anyone. For freedom, God has set them free. And for freedom, God has set us free in Jesus Christ. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministers, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, for people who live in countries that are ravaged by strife or warfare, split apart by divisions, hatred. For all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, who look to bring healing among people and communities and relationships, and for those who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.